0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The
1: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry.
0: They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders. Plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing.
2: And Gone Racing is brought to you by Big Lots. Live big, save lots. Go to a Big Lots store near you or visit BigLots.com. Hey everybody, Brendan Gaughan, Mr. Jeff Motley, hanging out here at the v studio at the South Point Hotel, Casino and Spa, and maskless inside the glass booth that is the v studio. six
3: feet between us. We're six yeah. feet
2: between us. Uh, Nevada, as some may not know, we just did the mandatory mask starting tomorrow, so... uh yeah. You came in today practicing, had your mask yes, on. I did have my mask on. That's right. And you've been wearing it for a while. I've been wearing it. So I, you know, it. listen, the, ho- the employees have to wear it and you got to set the right press. And I even had the, I got my kids in studio with me today and they, uh, they came in wearing their masks because their, their mother told me if they were coming, they had to wear masks. So. You were
3: well prepared for going to Talladega since D- you guys had to wear them
2: everywhere. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. There. Don't ever piss off mothers. I know that. So the boys had them on. I got one son with me today that looks like he, uh, he decided to fight a mountain lion, um, <laughs> He's up there getting all mad. <laughs> uh got a few stitches. He's gonna have a great story. Uh, Karina in the last roadshow of Karina. Uh for those that don't know. Isaiah, I heard, will be back next week. That's what we hear. So hopefully uh Isaiah will learn not to beat us again. And but so this is Karina's we, last roadshow. You know show. why it's Karina's last roadshow? Because she beat, she us, beat us this week. Yeah. Yep. See, mm-hmm. look what happens. Yep. The curse of the gone racing producer. Right. You beat us in the gone racing picks. Bad th- Listen, be, just count yourself blessing that you're walking out, not, you know. <laughs> so after all this fun That's stuff, a really good point. <laughs> no hospital visit was no, required. Well, my son went to the hospital this week. We Somebody had to go to the hospital for it, so Michael had to take it. So he's got a few stitches, but he's, he's as Karina told him, that girls dig scars. So
3: we'll see how it goes for him. Um, Talladega, Mr. Motley. Well, Talladega, um, well, first off. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the way the race ended up and the about incredible finish, but you were in that race at Talladega. I hadn't seen the finish. Was it good? Um, well, Eric Almirola hasn't seen the finish either. He finished third and he, he didn't see the start finish line when he crossed it. Oh, he wow. Was that was, the oh, way. wow. Look at that. Yeah. You see Almirola comes. Yeah. If back, you're watching,
2: it, if you're doing the, the, the iHeartRadio or the v stream or anything like that, uh.
3: Wow, that was a close finish. Close I did finish know, and you don't have no idea. I mean, third Eric is hey, third is down there on the bottom. He's going backwards. Eric Almirola crossed it backwards. Which, I mean, he didn't see the start finish line when he crossed it. See, that's the way to do it. Yeah, it was that, like a, what was it, stroke race or whatever? That's eight. Doesn't matter what what direction. Race When he went in upside down. That's across right, start finish line.
2: That's what I told somebody. They they said, well, you got the race car out of there one piece. I said, I'd rather come back in a milk carton upside down, cross the line for the win. Well, one thing about
3: Talladega, I think, I think there, I think there's a lot of people who will say the best car. The best guy rain. there all day, though, won this time. Oh, did he? It doesn't always happen. Okay. The guy that led the most laps, the guy that was clearly... And look, he sat there in the third stage. Remember, you're getting to say things that I don't get to see. That's right. You did, well, did you not go back and watch a tape of it or anything? You haven't watched. I, listen, I just barely got home and then had to go back to work. You guys did. I'm not a racer. I'm not a full-time a, guy anymore. You did get a rain out. That's true. But the great thing about Ryan Blaney is you watch that race, and you're like, okay, he's got the best car out there. He is the guy to beat. And... He got into that last stage, and he was a little bit farther back in that last stage. And it was like there was maybe 10, 12 laps to go, and he'd been trying to save some fuel riding back there in 14 we or 15. And I think Todd Gordon came on the radio, and he said, go. Okay, Ryan, let's go win this thing. And, I mean, he drove through the field like you don't see guys drive through the field very often in these um, – well, excuse me, I don't want to say restrictor plate races anymore, the tapered spacer race. It's a super speedway. I know you hate that. I just like to mess with you. But really, I thought the way he charged up through the field he looked good. I mean, just showed it. Look, he was the class of the field.
2: Well, and, and I'm looking at numbers. We talked last week. You know, Ryan Blaney to win the race was 14 to 1, Jeff. Really strong for, you know, that, that's a, a good number for a winner. He also was only a plus 350 to be a top three. So, I mean, that was really good. We talked Ricky Stenhouse Jr. on Restrictor Plates on the show. We said, look, Ricky's a guy that Restrictor Plates knows how to get it done. Plus 550 and Eric Almirola. Do you know that's Eric Almirola has now surpassed Dale Jr. on the number of top tens in a consecutive at Talladega now. I did not know that's that. That's his ninth consecutive top 10 with plus 550
3: uh, finishing Dazzling third. me with stats. I'm impressed.
2: What that's I good. do, man. That's good.
3: It's what I do. That's good
2: got to get that information well
3: and Eric Almirola, we talked about he crashed the c- crossed the start finish line backwards which hey you know, he, he spun out right look good it in the pic- gonna... it'll get look good in the pictures
2: that's right <laughs> so I mean he had a he had a heck of a and and you know he had a heck of a, a finish there and Ryan Blaney though the numbers for Ryan Blaney to win his group he was the dog in group 1 so that was a big return for Ryan Blaney to to win that one Ryan Blaney in the top 3 we just said was good he had some head to heads most of the head to heads were minus 110s you know uh, across the board but it was a uh, Blaney was would would have been a good hitter for you because all the stuff that Blaney had was he was a, a mostly an underdog in most of the stats so
3: well, kudos to him and we're going to talk about it a little bit later in the show Karina and our pit crew picked Blaney to win. Um, someone else picked Blaney for both top three and to win his group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk
2: about the groups Just last week. Let's Just let's saying. go into how everybody did in the groups, though. Um, group B, Kurt Busch, the dog. So two dogs in a row. Group A, dog at 295. Group B, dog Kurt Busch at 280.
3: So the and Kurt, we yeah. both said and pretty amazing because Kevin Harvick looked like he had a chance to really win the race with two to go. Did he? I mean Harvick was right there. I mean, he was leading the deal. And and You ha- you have to give that commentary. Right. I was just trying to play catch up. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. You were dodging Rex on was, the backstretch. I was there. dodging Rex on the back on the last lap.
2: I was running out of gas getting my lucky dog and and dodging Rex on the last on the last lap. Uh, group C, you got Ricky Stenhouse Jr. the
3: favorite, which, group which C. is amazing. Eric, a favorite though. Eric Almirola I mean, finishes third, third in the and the doesn't race win and Group C. In
2: group. group C, Group C, not even Group A. In Group C, Eric Almirola gets third and doesn't win. That is pretty impressive. Uh, group D, another tight group, really not no favorite and dog. But William Byron comes home. Uh, where, did, where did Matt De Benedetto end up in that race? Uh,
3: he, he, he finished a little bit farther back. He kind of got shuffled out there late okay. in the race. Austin Dillon got into a one yeah, of I the see, crashes. Was, he was the one that the caution that I think. Before that, yeah, it wasn't, I don't think it was his fault. He got hit in the the door by somebody else, else crashing. And Martin Tricks Jr. was just never really much of a factor all day long. I mean, he
2: was back there with me a lot of like he and I, him, myself, Ryan Newman, we were sitting in the back doing the drafting from the back thing, trying to, you know, kind of play it safe. And it worked, but apparently Martin didn't get back up there in time.
3: Well, and I think they were sort of playing the fuel mileage game because what was happening there late in the race, if they had not gotten a caution flag. The, you listen to the announcers or Larry I in on box. He said Truex he thought was the only guy he was 100% sure could have made it. Could make it. it. I know we were 100% sure we couldn't make it.
2: Uh, and you found that out, right? Well, we did. We got <laughs> hey, Caution already come out, though. We're good. Uh, Eric Jones won Group E at plus
3: 265. And and, Eric, and by the way, give Eric Jones some credit. I mean, you're talking about a guy that had a chance to win the race. I mean. Is he, he the one that was up in the wall? Yes. Uh, hitting, well, okay. he and Blaney are side by side, come to line. and And look. Blaney pretty much just drove him to the wall. and mm-hmm. But he's, he did what he had to do to win. So I don't okay. think there's any hard feelings there. But uh, Eric Jones certainly had a chance to win. I mean, they were they were neck and neck coming off turn four.
2: And you got Chris Buescher, which, remember, I said Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell, was, I, I did see him running really well most of the day. I did get to see that. But Chris Buescher, in the end, got himself up there to win group F. And the Ron Flatter, Chris
3: Buescher group, Comes through, comes You're through. Right. But, I, I, but also i I got to talk about Bubba Wallace in Group F. I mean, he, he was, led a bunch of laps. Think, well, didn't he, he? he led laps, but he was the best of that group. But he ran out of gas. Is he green. one of the ones that ran that out Corle of gas? Corey LaJoy, actually pushed him around the around the race oh, track to get. So it's really funny as as they were coming. Did anybody, I did anybody a, push you
2: when you Well, were, I didn't. Nobody. Well, no, you made it, was, made it to pit road before you. I ran did out make it to pit road. So what happened for us was when we when our bed was made and I was we had lost the draft. Uh I found a group of guys. Fortunately, to at least get us some speed, so we weren't four seconds off the pace. We were only like two seconds, and we we're just going around. And they they said we can't make it. And I was leading a draft, so you know, Jeff, when you're well, leading then, a draft, you're spending even more. Yeah, gas. you can't. You're not going to make it. And I said, how how close do we think we are? And they go, well, we're probably like four laps short. I go, okay. I said, uh, everybody else complaining. They go, yeah, no, we think people around. I said, okay. Let's hope that one of them runs out of gas and can't make it to the finish line or they wreck coming to pit road, but we were going to run. We were not coming in. I told my crew chief, Darren Shaw,
3: I said, we are not coming in. Well, if you were leading a group and you ran out of gas, you probably were going to be that, cautious because hey, somebody's going to run into the back of. Guess what? I said, I told him that I said, I said, we're not
2: coming in. We're going to hope that somebody else has the problem and we're going to get this thing as far as we can. And then, then the really nerve wracking part, the, the folks don't get it sometimes, you know, it's our sport is so unlike, basketball, football, baseball, which we all can kind of be a part of. So the caution comes out and I know I'm out of gas, like, but I have to wait. Remember I'm the lucky dog, Jeff. So I've got to let the leader's pit pass start finish line and do one more lap to come in. And if you don't make it in, you lose the lucky dog. You lose the lucky dog. And i am sitting there going, Oh dear God, please open the pit road, open pit road, open pit road, open pit road. And then they go by and they send me, I ran out of gas. In the middle of the back straightaway, and was able to keep fuel in the tank so it would refire one time for me. If hey. you had pitted too soon, would they you lose the lucky dog? Lucky, yeah. they take your lucky if dog. If you way, get a penalty long. as the lucky dog, you lose the lucky dog. Any penalty?
3: Yep. They're not they don't get not if you're speeding on pit road or. Everything. Yeah, no. If you're speeding on pit road, you lose the lucky dog. You do. Well, yeah, well, you cannot get a penalty when you are the lucky that's dog. That's a harsh but we, You keep it a little bit under the speed limit. Yes, you, you are very
2: conservative when you hit pit road. road. But yeah, so I, I was. We got lucky. We made it back. Uh, to the start finish line, I was I was very happy, and then now we're back in the game though at Talladega, like you said,
3: uh, anything can happen. Just be on the lead lap in the lead pack on the last restart and see what happens. And that's where we were, and we did gain some spots. And I did see
2: I, I did see the wreck on the back straightaway. Made it through that. Um, that's where Martin Truex was in that. Wreck. Did you
3: end up having to slow down for that though and yeah. lose the pack, so you really didn't have a chance to be in the, the mix? That I was behind
2: that wreck, and I did have to check up like down to second gear check up because it was the track was blocked, so I lost all the pack. And then, that, as we noticed with Eric Almirola, the crash that happened at the checkered flag happened at the checkered flag, so it, it didn't get to gain me any spots. But the good news is, for my race team of one, my mighty Darren Shaw, my crew chief, who is the only full-time mechanic we have on our little beard oil team, the Chevrolet is in perfect condition. Mr. No, you didn't make contact with anybody or anything? Somebody hit me in the rear bumper on that last caution coming to the checker. And all they did was put a little crack right in the middle. They hit. They hit solid rear bumper. So we have nothing to work on no, except
3: probably straighten. There roll. were a lot of guys banging solid rear bumpers during that entire oh, yes. race. So. But no, I I was able to to succeed. So he doesn't have a lot of work to do in the car between now and Daytona. Then don't tell Mister Beard that. <laughs> <laughs> so we we have we have left now the friendly confines of Talladega. Well, one thing. Uh, one other thing I want to bring about is Ryan Blaney, though. We talked he about him. In, he, and he, I, I said last week on the show, I thought he was the hottest driver out there that had I, not won that a had race. Not won. You said that had not won a race. Now, yes, I'm saying he's the hottest guy on the circuit right now. This guy's finishing
2: I, top three I every still, week. I still am going to say, even though Chase Elliott did not have a good day there, and Chase Elliott normally doesn't have good days at restrictor plates or at super speedways, but... I still say that Chase Elliott is the hottest guy, but I am going to say we're seeing a change. We're seeing a guard be changed. We're going to be talking a lot more about Chase Elliott's, Ryan Blaney's, maybe even Eric Jones's in the near future. we It's we're not going just
3: Kyle Busch, Martin and Truex, and Kevin, Kevin Harvick, Harvick, or yeah. Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski. Nope. Those, those five guys are not just the only guys. The pack has him. grown, and Ryan Blaney is definitely in that pack. Chase Elliott
2: is definitely in that pack. Uh, you are definitely seeing a...
3: I'm not going to say a changing of the guard, but a growing of the guard. Right. Well, those two definitely have have sort of emerged up there with the big guys. And I think we're probably waiting to see some others. But those two guys, to me, have clearly put themselves in in that conversation. And we're getting ready to go to a track this weekend where we're going to race twice that Ryan Blaney has won. In fact, did he get his first career win? I think at Pocono. I think it I was. I believe it, he did.
2: I, it was at Pocono? Now, and let, let's let's foreshadow. Now, let's get to what we're going to, which is this weekend's races at Pocono. This is this was originally Jeff before all this this COVID stuff. This was the race. I, I mean, look, you know, I love Las Vegas Motor Speedway, but this was the weekend I was looking forward to more than any. Five races in three days. An ARCA race on on Friday. Ex- truck and cup race on Saturday, Xfinity cup race on Sunday, weekends of racing, fans
3: everywhere. This was going to be well, still the is. spectacle for fans. It, well, for fans, you're yeah. right. and there won't be any fans in the stands. At it's going to be great for TV, though. If you're a NASCAR fan... Oh, dude, if you're a NASCAR fan this
2: weekend, you tell your wife, you tell the kids, you tell everybody, leave me alone, go away. I want racing this weekend because you have a huge lineup. Saturday, June 27th, you got the, the truck race is a... And it's so funny. It's only a 60 lap race. You say that, and I always go, It's only a 60 lap.
3: 60 laps around Pocono is is a long time. 150 miles, which is about where they're running most places.
2: Followed by a cup race immediately after, and it's going to be 130 lapper. And then Sunday, you have the Xfinity race, 90 lapper, followed by the cup race, 140 lapper. So, really cool. Let's talk about some of the special rules. This is the first time we've ever had a cup race back to back days. They, Correct. they did this a couple weeks ago with the Xfinity Series. In, in Homestead, Miami. That's right. So the rules they did was if you your car for Saturday has to be your car for Sunday, unless you can wreck it beyond repair, then you can use a backup car. So you have to use the car two days. They're inverting the top 20. So whoever finishes 20th, kind of like we were doing earlier. This was going to be unique. Now it's something we've done a few times. Right. However, you finish on Saturday, the 20th place finisher will move up to first. First will move back to 20th. So it it has some some strategy to it. If you're
3: running 15th, do you that battle for the 20th position. If you're running If you're, 20, 21st, if you're 21st, you're running hard. You could get to 20th. The TV <laughs> crews the TV crews need to watch because
2: 21st the, tw- the battle for 20th and 21st is going to be massive I and mean, it could be it's worth it's worth racing for the win when it when you're talking 20, 21st because it, at Pocono such a big track when it gets strung out you're way behind well your restarts you. are awesome and and if you're watching on the Visa network you'll see the that's a five six wide restart right there but other than that it can get strung out
3: and it gets tough to make up ground well and the thing about it is if you can start up front you can actually stretch out a little bit of a lead and and get yourself out of the the making yep. Pocono I mean, really, the first five, seven laps of Pocono, that's a lot of mayhem. And, you I mean, look, I know we don't always see the big pileups like Daytona and Talladega, but, but as we driver, see a lot of guys, though, that end up getting into the wall or they get a fender pushed in, and next thing you know, they've got a flat tire, and that tunnel turn is no fun to go through more let me, than single let me tell you something. I just said it on the edge
2: uh, a couple minutes ago. I know the fans sometimes look at Pocono and say, oh, it's boring to watch, Is this and that, as a driver. There is no track, honestly. Bristol, Dover, Darlington—I don't care what you name. When you talk about sheer fear in a driver, it's turn one and turn two at Pocono. You have the longest straightaway in our sport, Jeff. That turn one straightaway is—you come out of—you come out of turn six at you Pocono. You call it
3: turn six instead of turn three, huh?
2: Turn six. See, it's turn six. If—if if you have four turns at your track, they have, six, they have six. They have six turns there. But when you come out of turn three and you look down that straightaway, that is a past 90-degree corner. That is a 110-degree turn. When you're driving, all you see is a is a wall, and you're doing 208 miles an hour, and you're like, wait, I'm, I'm supposed to go back the other way now?
3: It, well, I'll tell you, we've seen in turn, what I call turn one, turn one, turn two, if you want to call it at Pocono. I mean, I remember Ken Schrader, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. Um, I think Bubba Wallace had a big... You I I had one there before. So you mine lose brakes going into after turn I got one. The... Oh and no! It's Katie bar the door, dude.
2: I I I I ran that race for Penske in 04 when we were turning 11,000 rpm in a pushrod motor. For anybody at home that understands motors at all, a pushrod motor turning 11,000 rpm that's frightening. And I was going down the front straightaway, and, and the thing feels like it's going to blow up every lap. And all you're doing is tightening your legs, clinching, going please. Don't Please blow up. Don't, blow. Don't blow up until I until I at least point. Then we get at least into the get, turn. Get turned. Because that turn scares you. Then like you
3: said, turn two, Jeff. Oh, the tunnel turn is I mean, that's a crazy turn over there. Biggest guts corner. And if people don't understand, our, the reason we call it the tunnel turn is because the, the track goes over the tunnel where the haulers, the teams drive into the infield. So there is no tunnel on the racetrack. No, it's, it's the tunnel turn. The,
2: but we, we call it the tunnel turn, and it has a little bump there. But you are doing another 185, 195 miles an hour, and you almost can do that corner without, like, sometimes you can just breathe out of the throttle and get back in it, and you just do a four-wheel drift out to the wall. It is absolutely terrifying.
3: It is so much fun. I love it. Well, I kind of look forward to the weekend. Now, let me ask you: Do you think because we're going to run back to back, guys be more conservative on Saturday? Because, or, or do you think a guys like, look, my backup car is as good as my regular car? I'm going to race hard. If if you're
2: look, if you're Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, you know that your organization has a bullet in the in the trailer. That's just as good as the one that you have on the racetrack. You don't do conservative. You're trying to win both.
3: And the guys that have already won a race this year anyway, they're going for as many wins as they can because they're trying to get bonus points. Playoff and, and points. we don't know how it's going to look when the playoffs come yet. Anyway, we, we do, but we don't.
2: So you're trying to mass points, bonus points, stage wins. They're going to be racing hard because you don't know what's going to happen right now. Uh, when it comes down, how how valuable those could be.
3: And the other interesting thing, and I think maybe we're not going to see the attrition maybe we've seen at Pocono. You know, a few years ago, we had two races at Pocono. They would be, usually be within about five weeks of each other, and they were both 500 milers. Yep. And then we made them 400 milers. Well, now we're going to have a 325-mile race on and 350, Saturday and 50, a 350-mile yep. race on Sunday. So the Sunday race is going to be 25 miles longer than Saturday, but they're shorter races, so there's going to be much more ur- sense of urgency. And that's what everybody's asked for there. Everybody, Jeff. Everybody has asked us to run shorter races.
2: Well, here's your chance at Pocono. Will it make a big difference? I think it will.
3: I think it will, I, and I think I, it makes a difference for betters too. Yeah, and I think when you look at the number of laps, there's going to be fewer pit stops, so you have fewer opportunities to make up positions in the pits. And you know, I've kind of been critical sometimes in, in the NASCAR world that I think there's certain guys who get more concerned. They just kind of say, you know what? I, I don't care where I qualify. I don't care if I'm running in the back for a while because guess what? My pit crew is so good. Well, you do that at Daytona and Talladega, where where you can get the draft. But a lot of these guys, like I remember, how many years did Matt Kenseth qualify thirtieth? Dude, he had the best pit crew. And by the time we made three pit stops, he's running fourth, and he'd pass two guys on the racetrack. Matt Kenseth won
2: championships. I don't think he ever had. He had like when he got one pole, like in 2014, we went. That was Matt Kenseth. But he didn't even have to pass a
3: lot of guys on the racetrack. He would pass them in the the pits. pits. And, and I've always kind of been a little bit critical of that. I understand the pit crews play an important role in the sport, but I love to he, see the passing on the racetrack. He's always it, Wait a minute. You're a race car driver. Would you rather pass them on a track or in the pits?
2: In the pits? It's a whole lot easier.
3: That's no fun.
2: That's a team sport.
3: I count on my guys. He's not a team player, people. Yeah, the only one guy holds that trophy up in victory lane, though. The whole team does. Well, <laughs> not well, not right now. <laughs> well,
2: we, we talked last week about at Talladega... Um, a lot of things happen. Ryan Blaney, 14 to one this week. I think we're going to see when we we're, when we come back, we're going to see a lot of, we're going to talk about the odds to
3: win the race, but I think we're going to be chalk heavy again. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. I think that's, but I think Pocono sort of does that. Yes. Although like, I so, said, we've seen, you know, like I said, Ryan Blaney got his first career win there. And we've seen some other guys who come to, have surprised people sometimes at, at Pocono, but I agree with you. I think the cream will rise to the top here.
2: All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about that cream and what their odds are to win the race at Pocono um, and a bunch more when we return on Gone Racing.
0: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slashwithamex.
1: Welcome back to our weekly
0: NASCAR show, live from the sportsbook at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Now back to Gone Racing,
2: and this program is brought to you by Roxor Off Road, a side by side unlike any other. Visit rocksoroffroad.com today. That's r-o-x-o-r offroad.com. And welcome back in, guys. Brendan gone, Jeff Motley, still here with you talking everything about Pocono. We're going to delve right into the odds to win this race. And Motley, we talked chalk-heavy again, as as we expect. Well, oh, kind of. Is Kevin Harvick chalk at Pocono? Well, uh, you know, we, we were talking off-air about this. Uh, the odds to win the race have Kyle Busch at plus 700, Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr., Chase Elliott, all at 800, Denny Hamlin, 10-1, to 1, Brad Kozlowski, 11, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, both at 12, Eric Jones, 16, and Kurt Busch, 20-1 to 1, with William Byron there. But Kevin Harvick in 38 races has no wins there. That's amazing. I didn't know that Kevin Harvick,
3: you and I both had to look and go, wait, Kevin Harvick's never And in won the one. last 10 races there, he's led the second most laps of any driver behind Kyle Busch. He has finished in the top five six times, I think, in the last 10 races at Six times in the last 10 races, eight top 10s ten. in the last 10 races. But no wins. But no wins. He has four
2: second wow. place finishes in the last couple of years. So it's pretty impressive there. Some other drivers, uh, Alex Bowman, who's been good on the mile and a half, so on the big tracks, uh, 25 to one with Jimmy Johnson, same one. Clint Boyer, 28. Tyler Reddick, 33. Eric Alamorola, 50. Matt Kenseth, 60. And I want to go back to that one. Chris Bouger, 66. Ryan Newman, 80 to one. And Matty D at 100 to one. A former winner there at 66. Well, and that's where I was going. So Matt Kenseth. Last eight races, now remember, he is not consecutive, right? He's missed a couple years. But he's got five top 10s in the last eight races there for him and a win in those last eight races. Kenseth was always pretty good at Pocono. Now, remember why I always keep telling us we have to look back at Kyle Larson because Kyle Larson was driving that race car. Kyle Larson in the last 10 races had five top 10s. This is a track that Larson was doing fairly well at. So... We've been saying when is it going to be time for Matt Kenseth? Sixty to one, it's a heck of a flyer well, on a winner. And, and
3: I think the interesting thing here that people have to pay attention to as well the fact that this is a doubleheader event. This is Saturday and this Kenseth. is Sunday. I think a guy like Matt Kenseth Sunday might be better than Saturday. Saturday might be yeah. a, a test day for Matt Kenseth, I agree. and Sunday might be a okay, I've got, got some ideas here. I agree. I'm getting comfortable.
2: And this will be the first track that, once again, I'm mean, not that Matt's a rookie by any means, but this will be a weekend that Matt Kenseth shakes the roughs off on Saturday and can try to go harder again on Sunday. I think you, I think you might be onto something there. Sunday, I bet his odds are much less Sunday uh, then they, then they well, I think it
3: sometimes that will depend a little how he does how he on finishes, Saturday. I mean, I, I think we'll see some adjustments on these odds going from Saturday to Sunday. I don't think they will be dramatic unless we just see somebody. Uh, in, uh, Matt Kenseth finishes third; he's going to go up to. He's ob- yeah. obviously going to go up. You know, I, I still it, it amazes me to see a twelve to one line on Ryan Blaney. What amazes me is
2: is not Ryan Bl- Ryan Blaney twelve to one, but to me, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski, ten and eleven to one. You know,
3: those, those three what? right there to me feel like they should be single digit. There was once upon a time where you went to Pocono and you kind of thought Denny, Denny Hamlin, Hamlin was the guy to beat. Now he's got he, one win in the, the last winner. 10 races. He won the last race. But Denny Hamlin won, I mean, we go back more than five years ago, Denny Hamlin won a lot of races at Pocono. Yep. And he was a guy that every single week you thought, you go to Pocono, you got to beat that 11 car. Denny Hamlin is one to beat there. And you said, Ryan Blaney, hottest
2: guy in the sport, you know, and, and here he is. Not talking about him. Chris Buescher, 66 to Another. one. Kind of a and that was the other note.
3: past winner I was going to bring up. Past winner. Now, granted, we don't put asterisks. No, <laughs> no, no. Justin no, Haley no. doesn't have one at Daytona no. either. So. He's got a W.
2: Don't, the Fog was his friend. He couldn't see anything. But, I mean, there's two guys there.
3: But I do like when we were talking those Kurt guys. Bush still probably kicks it Because I think Kurt Bush could have won that race, but he pitted. And he would have won the the 400 at daytona last year if he hadn't come in and pitted i think he was leading both of those races and and thought the the weather was going to clear how about this
2: one though eric jones at 16 to 1 eric jones has six races there four top fives five top tens
3: and he's due he, i think we know eric jones eric is jones due. is I mean, going to get one. he had a great chance to win last weekend at talladega i know the tracks are vastly different but eric jones has been pretty consistent most every week that's that's pretty tough right there I mean, I I think the question right now is David Wilson from from Toyota was saying that, you know, they were still behind the curve. I'm not even I'm not
2: even going to hear that. I'm not even
3: going to talk about that. But we look Kyle Busch
2: hasn't won a race yet this year. Kyle Busch hasn't won. He's been strong, though. Don't tell me he ain't been strong.
3: He's been strong, but he hasn't been the best car. No. Okay. so other people have caught up. So Chevrolet has done a better job. Don't tell me. You think he should be the favorite here? Kyle, just because if go, he's won the most you,
2: races in the last eight, 10, eight top tens in the last 10 races, three wins. Yes. I'd say that makes you an odds on favorite. If you, if, if, if that's your stats, yes, I still put you as the favorite, even though we went that you stretch last year. You think going to win? I think Martin Truex going to win. Still going to Toyota camp then. I'm still sticking to Toyota camp. I'm not getting out of Toyota camp. And, right. and I think Denny Hamlin would be my next pick. I think I would go Gibbs heavy.
3: Little hedge coming from Brendan Gone for the last segment of the show, maybe.
2: Eh, maybe a little foreshadowing. I don't know. But let's foreshadow this. When we come back, we're going to delve into the DraftKings top three when we return on Gone Racing.
0: to our weekly nascar show live from the sports book at the south point hotel and casino in las vegas now back to gone racing
2: quick picks the real money parlay props game based on daily fantasy scoring has pga tour action featuring your favorite players in the head-to-head matchups for this week's tournament in connecticut congratulations to bob from texas who last week hit a 10 of 10 PGA parlay ticket? His $5 wager was worth $2,500. Dude, how do you go 10 for 10? Vison customers can now play Pick quick picks through this special offer. Get a 100% automatic deposit bonus up to $100 when you sign up for a new quick picks account. No need to type in a promo code. Go to quickpicks.com forward slash VSIN bonus to find out more.
3: Bob, 10 for I'm, 10. I, I want to see his picks. Wow, Bob wow. In Texas. A, a, a 10 for 10 PGA parlay? That's that's
2: tougher. That's tougher to pick than NASCAR.
3: You're right. There's a lot more golfers out there. Heck yeah. Wow, way to go, Bob. And every golfer out there you feel like five could bucks. win if they put it together in a weekend. I mean, we pretty much know half the field in the NASCAR it's not going to, probably. Yeah, not gonna win. win. Five bucks wow. for twenty five hundred. Way to go, Bob. All right, All right, gone racing. Vision Studio Looks South Point Casino. It's time to be gone golfing right now. Yeah, no I'll joke.
2: That. Um we're going to get into the top 3s at Pocono for this weekend. Now remember we're just talking Saturday's race. We are not talking Sundays. Um we're you'll, you'll have to tune in to somebody else, somebody on, else on Sunday <laughs> morning. You're, yeah, that's that's the Ozmaker's are going to have their work cut out for them that night. Um top 3, what we got to start off the board, a heavy favorite with Kyle Busch at plus 120. Kevin Harvick at plus 185, Martin Truex Jr. right there with him. Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, all at plus 215. Ryan Blaney, 275. Joey Logano, 300. Eric Jones, 450. Kurt Busch, 550. William Byron joins him at 550. Alex Bowman, Jimmy Johnson, 650s. Clint Boyer seven fifty Tyler Reddick at plus nine hundred. Those are all your single digits. Then you get into some longer odds. Longer odds. Eric Almirola twelve. Matt Kenseth fifteen. Chris Boucher, fifteen. Ryan Newman twenty. Matt
3: DeBenedetto twenty five. Um, twenty to one. Uh, probably no surprises I see in there. I mean, I don't really see major surprises. No, I, I in mean, that. I think I think Chris Boucher might be a little uh, overstated just because that win
2: from from a couple years ago, but. The one I'm looking at right there is that Eric Jones, man. I mean, it's a top five, not a top three, but Eric Jones, six races, four top fives.
3: That's a heck of a stat right there. And it, Brad Keselowski is is seven top fives in the last ten races. And it's a plus two fifteen. I think probably when you've got to have, you know, obviously the ascending odds, if you will. It's probably set up about the right way. I think probably seeing Denny Hamlin at a plus two fifteen and Ryan Blaney plus two seventy five, I think those are probably really good numbers on those guys. Um incredibly low numbers though on a Kyle Bush who has not been that strong this year, has not really shown a w- he yes, has not but, shown a winning car yet this year. That's all I'm saying. But I mean I'm, I'm not wins. saying he get he wins there. I understand. And a guy that's never won there is Number, or tied for number two with Truex. And, but Kevin Harvick seems to finish around the second, top second, five, second, second, fourth, second, second, third, second, fourth, second, fourth, or so, whatever.
2: I don't know. I, I I look at a couple of those, and I, I go, okay. I'm looking down the list at guys that get top fives out of their races. That's Brad Kozlowski. That's an Eric Jones. You know, th- those are decent numbers right there. And I think getting a 275 or a 215 is, is a pretty good return if
3: you – You know, another one that I, I just kind of like there because he's just impressed me so much this year. Tyler Reddick at plus 900. What, he, he's the kind of guy I could see hanging around in 4th, 5th, 6th, all day long, <laughs> and if things just fell Look right. Look at Homestead. I mean, he, he was right there. I think that Tyler Reddick could
2: surprise you at a plus 900. Who, by the way, we didn't even mention the fact he thought the race was over on the white flag, by the way. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but also, what you mentioned Tyler Reddick. You know what I notice, what I see that is noticeably missing from that front screen of the top threes? There's Tyler Reddick at 900. Austin Dillon is not listed in there as a,
3: no, he's not. You have to go to page two. Where he's yeah. twenty five to one with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Also at twenty five to one. That's that's impressive right there. That Tyler Reddick's getting that much love on DraftKings, and, and I
2: think deservedly so though. Like you said, he's he is he's. Remember Ryan Newman? We called him the sneaky guy. You know Newman was the guy that man. All of a sudden there he is, top ten, top ten, top ten. That's Tyler Reddick right now.
3: He is, and he's been consistent every week. He's been the class. I think of the of the entire children's camp right now. Absolutely. Austin Dillon's had some good runs and we've seen Bubba Wallace, who's running, it's sort of a a third children's car uh, has been running much better lately too. So, I mean, but
2: if you go to that second page, there's still uh, not a whole lot that I, I, I don't see anybody popping one unless there's a weather and a, and a strategy. Right. You get a
3: weather situation. We know Pocono can be a fuel mileage type race. We also know that pit strategy is interesting because Pocono is like a road, like a road course. course. You, can you want to pit under yep. green instead of under caution if you can at Pocono.
2: So there's, there's the top threes. There is some fun value in that, I think. Um, let's move on to the head to heads where we 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 we're not doing all the head to heads like we've had in the past, Jeff. All the rest of them are minus one tens, they're even monies across the board center juice, but there are some fun ones in this when you look at the boards we have right now. And to me, what sticks out first and foremost when I when I look at this is a Denny Hamlin plus one ten, Kyle Bush minus one thirty. Last winner is Denny Hamlin. We talked about how Denny Hamlin has he used to dominate at Pocono. Kyle Bush, you're saying is is fading right now. Do you
3: fade him enough to put Denny I'm not Hamlet? saying he's fading. I'm saying he's not charging. Okay. I think Kyle Bush has kind of been kind of the same guy every week. Now he had he had a problem he had a flat tire at, at Talladega, but he's kind of been the same guy every week. I mean, he's been in the mix, but he has not had he has not had the best car, I don't think, in a single race this year. I would I would agree
2: with that. There's another one on here that I like, Jeff. Alex Bowman, plus one thirty, Joey Logano, minus one fifty. Now, normally I'd say that's probably pretty right. Joey Logano's average finish in the last 10 races, 17-1. Alex Bowman's doesn't have as many data points. Alex Bowman only has uh, seven data points there, eight data points. Sorry, that's my old eyes. Six data points. But he's 19-3. Only a couple spots behind that. I like Alex Bowman, the way he's been running lately.
3: Well, and and that's... And Hendrick Camp. I do. I think that's a good pick. And I like seeing, I mean, what I consider to be four of the top guys in all of NASCAR... All four of them getting plus-120s against Kevin Harvick. Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and Brad Kozlowski, all four are getting plus-120s against Kevin Harvick, who's never won there. But You've he's got, so good, though. Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Kozlowski, cool. I think they've how all about, won there. How about Martin Truex? You know, two
2: wins in the last 10 races. I mean, if, you, you, if you go Gibbs camp, Gibbs has dominated. Gibbs last year... Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, the two races before Martin Truex, Kyle Busch before that. So Gibbs has dominated this place, and you're telling me Martin Truex Jr. plus one twenty versus Kevin Harvick, who is
3: great, never won, but Martin Truex wins, baby. Oh, he does. And and and, I, I, and again, I don't know if if I don't know if we're seeing the same strength in Toyotas right now. But you say that I well, I know. But Denny's been good and Martin's been good, and Eric Jones was good last week. It, it's kind of odd that they don't ever seem to all be good at, at the once. same time. It is weird. That's this like the only that's the only team that well no there are times they're 1 through
2: 4 and they've been that way. But there are days that they They don't all match each other. Right. I mean,
3: like we've seen like all four Hendrick cars have been pretty consistent. You know, know, William Byron has sort of seemed to struggle later in races, but the other Hendrick cars have run pretty strong. Jimmy just seems to get into the wrong spot at the wrong time. And that would just happen to him, which he used to never have that happen, which is ironic that it seems to happen a lot. He's
2: been
3: when he puts himself there right now, which is
2: kind of his own deal. But all right, there's our head to head matchups. We've done the top threes. We've done all that. Now, when we come back, we have our favorite, which everybody knows is our group matchups when we return on Gone Racing.
0: NASCAR show live from the sports book at the South point hotel and casino in Las Vegas. Now back to gone racing.
2: And again, gone racing is brought to you by Roxor off road, a side-by-side unlike any other visit rocksor today. That's R O X O R off road.com. We got people, we got sponsors, baby. We do. It's awesome. You know, there should be some that, perks for the host. I mean, they're not making me wear a chicken suit people, either. So I'll no. take it. <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that always said he was going to
2: make me wear a chicken
3: Okay, race. Yeah, you know. Uh, We're really turning back the clock there. Strucker race, Burt Reynolds. Se- second greatest race movie ever. What's your favorite? Now Days Ford of- versus Ferrari. Oh, okay. Ford, all right. Ferrari.
2: Pretty bad at home. Did you, see that?
3: you ever see the Senna?
2: Yes, Senna that, was really that was really good, too. Um, group matchups for Pocono. We're down into the group matchups now, which is me and Jeff. You know, we all, if anybody that's a fan of Gone Racing knows, this is our favorite things to get into and bet and let's get right into it. Group A, Kevin Harvick is the favorite at 235, Kyle Busch, 260, Denny Hamlin, 295, Brad Keselowski, 295. The favorite is the guy that you will point out once again has not won at Pocono.
3: Yeah, I'm... Um, Please, I, Jeff, point it out. I'm pointing that out. <laughs> um, I probably, I guess I would probably make Kyle Busch the favorite, even though, again, I don't think he's been that strong this year. Favorite for top three, favorite to win, but not favorite to win his group. Um, I just, I, I, I have a hard time going with a guy that's never won there. That's all I'm saying. I, I cannot knock that. But up. I also know there's going to be certain motivation for Kevin Harvick because he's trying to – I think Kyle Busch has won at every track except the Roval.
0: Well, the added and, yeah. And, I, think and, he had,
3: right. I think he had done every and, and track. And Harvick has run just about everywhere. Apparently not poking. Believe, but not poking. Uh,
2: Group B is Martin Truex Jr., Chase Elliott, both the co-favorites at plus 230. Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney are 320s. Big numbers on Logano and Blaney. Now, Logano, I think Logano should be the dog in that one after what I was just talking about. Blaney? But you said Blaney's one of the hottest guys in the sport. My guy that I say is one of the hottest guys in the sport, Chase Elliott. You got those two guys right there, but Martin Truex Jr. is two thirty. He's looming large at that plus. Good at Pocono,
3: Martin Truex Jr. The guy's good every week. I don't care where Martin Truex Jr. goes; he can drive anywhere. You can put him at Martinsville, you put him at Pocono, you put him in at Atlanta. You put no, he wasn't at Talladega, but you know what I mean. No, I, I, I'm. Looking I, at, I just love those numbers on on Blaney, though. No,
2: so do I. I That's I love that. I do like Blaney. that Blaney number. That is a pretty pretty impressive number. Uh, let's get into Group C which is Alex Bowman at plus 240 William Byron 280 with Eric Jones 280 and rounded out with Kurt Busch at 280 the, the what I was just telling you you know you talked earlier about Eric Jones I'm uh, I am heavy uh, Eric Jones looks good in that one I am heavy on Eric Jones right there now, Alex Bowman William Byron the Hendrick Car's been doing great but right there that is to me that is a, a very very nice number he has proven he is
3: comfortable there. He is comfortable at poker. Yes, there. you see the numbers he's put up and there. And
2: Kurt Bush, good. He's got to
3: win. Got to win there in the last
2: ten races. Mm-hmm. But I, I just Eric Jones, and look how he was last. Eric has some momentum. He's been doing well. Uh, group D is Matty D at two fifty five, and then three of them all tied for the dog. Eric Almirola, Tyler Reddick, and Austin Dillon at this point are all plus two seventy
3: five. You know, I don't really know what to say there. It's an interesting group. De Benedetto is well, he prob- probably should be the favorite there, but. I don't necessarily know that I wouldn't almost throw a blanket all over all four of those guys. Well, I could see all four of those guys being plus. Two
2: we just five. said that, you know, Tyler Reddick been the class of RCR, I would say. But how about Eric Almirola, how sneaky he is? I mean, Almirola...
3: Well, He's been he, really good and he, we don't give him credit for it. He even said during an interview, I think, before Talladega, how well they've run, and always seems like something has gone wrong in the second half of a race for them. They finally did put it together at Talladega, even though he was backwards crossing the finish line. He, he, put, did it together. Finish hey, he it, put it place. together. I think he'll be I think he'll be a guy. Gotta watch. Uh, group E. This one to me, and, and names out of
2: Group F that we've been seeing a lot of Group F that have moved up, but Matt Kenseth is plus 250, Daryl Wallace Jr. at 260, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 285 with Chris Buescher at 285. First,
3: I like this group. I do too. I like the fact that we've seen Busher and Darrell Wallace, Bubba Wallace uh, moved up into yep. this group. I I really think if Ricky Stenhouse stays out of trouble, Ricky Stenhouse can run consistently well. I think Ricky Stenhouse has been been solid. The problem for Ricky is he seems to have just gotten himself in trouble. Average finish last ten races twenty three point two. Different different team now. Now you know different team. Matt Kenseth averaged last
2: ten only eight races ten point one. I like Matt. I'm heavy Matt Kenseth in that one. Now Daryl is the is the is the wild card. He's been running so well at many places, but he normally does not run well at. uh, at Pocono, that's not been a good place for him. Group F, our Ron Flatter, Chris Buescher group, as, as always. It is not the Chris Buescher anymore because he has moved out. But we have Cole Custer at plus 230, John Hunter Nemechek at 230, Ryan Priest at 305, and Michael McDowell McDougal at plus
3: 335. I like this group also. Yeah, the two rookies I think should be the favorites there. you there. go. But Ryan Priest would not shock me if he won this. Ryan week. Priest wouldn't shock me, but, but Cole Custer, we talked about how little Christopher Bell had shown us How about how little Cole Custer has shown us? He really has. Um, And where we've seen Almirola, obviously we know Harvick's going to run well. Boyer's run decent. He just hasn't finished very well.
2: But John Hunter Nemechek has very, very
3: been a pleasant surprise on this season. He has. In fact, he may have surprised me the most among the rookies because I really thought this was going to be a Bell Custer-Reddick. We, we all thought, I really I think thought it was going to be that. a Bell Custer and that Reddick might be the third guy because I wasn't sure the Childress cars were going to be that strong. Right. Now I think it's Reddick's to win. Bell is chasing him, and Nemechek is chasing him. And Custer's kind of in the dust. Nimichak, I mean, th- that's a team that we were not, it wasn't even the conversation to be competing against has those guys. He lifted that team. For is a rookie
2: to lift that team is pretty that. amazing. And and he's got Deathwish Coffee. So well, there that's you go. My favorite coffee. But so there you go. There is drink. our. I don't drink coffee. You know, I've never had a cup of coffee. Ooh. Nope. I didn't do that until I had the two Munchkins in the corner. Well, That'll do it to you, I guess. So now it is time for us to make our picks. Can we review last week's picks really quickly? I don't think we can. Well, we're,
3: I don't think we have time. Well, I will. I will step in and do that. Um, Brendan really <laughs> jumped in and wanted to. Um, <laughs> Pick himself I last week, my, which hey, I can't hey, blame hey. the guy for doing it. He was in the race. But he got one winner. He picked Kurt Busch to beat Kyle Busch, but he ended up with a minus 2.95. As I mentioned earlier, yours truly here. I did have Ryan Blaney to win his group, to finish top three. He ended up at a plus 3.45 units. But hats off to our... Interim producer Karina, which is why she won't why be she's our out producer next week, two weeks in a row. and her pit crew, they did pick Ryan Blaney to win. Now That's did, all they got. They did miss four other picks, but that was a 14-1 to 1 pick. It got, garnered them 9.91 points for the day. So congratulations to Karina and the pit crew, and it means that their picks will be read last. And guess and who gets to pick first? And it means that she won't be back next week. Gosh. I mean, that <laughs> means if Isaiah beats us, like, or so Karina's Listen. picking this week, so... If she wins this week, then I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. It wins, so,
2: so I, I will lead off since I am, of course, getting to pick first this week. I will put an asterisk next to mine because you know I I, I picked me to win and I did not win. So I'm going to start in the head-to-heads today, Jeff. I'm actually doing two out of the head-to-heads. Um, I'm doing the two I talked about. I like Martin Truex Jr. at plus one twenty versus Harvick, and I like Alex Bowman at plus one thirty over uh, Joey Logano. I, I like those two numbers. I like that that um Martin Truex to win the race, honestly. And I like Bowman over Logano. I think that Bowman has been stronger on these type of tracks lately and, and I like that. Then I'm going to our group matchups and I'm gonna to go to to group C to start off with Eric Jones, the guy I said was t- just been so consistent here and done so well at this place. I like that that spot there. I do like Matt Kenseth in group E. Even though it's on Saturday, and like we said, I think Saturday will be the le- worst of two races for him, but I still like him in that group, and I'm going with John Hunter Nemechek. Go Death Wish Coffee. Let's go JHN.
3: Give
2: me give me a group F win, a Ron Flatter group F win.
3: All right. Um, I'm actually going to agree with you on one of those picks, so uh, we'll see how that comes in. All right. I'm going with two top three I am taking Kevin Harvick at plus 185 in the top three. And I'm also going to go Ryan Blaney at plus 275 to finish in the top three. And my other three picks, I'm going to go to group matchups. That plus 320 number on Ryan Blaney in group B. I just Too far for you. I just can't pass that one up, I don't believe. And uh, Group D, I'm going with Tyler Reddick at a plus 275. I like Tyler Reddick there, even though he hasn't really raced a lot at Pocono. There hadn't been many Xfinity Xfinity Series races there. And uh, actually, I skipped over. And the other one I'm agreeing with you on, I'm going with uh, Eric Jones as well in Group C. I really like Eric Jones there. And on to the last ride of Karina. Karina, will you be making your picks or are we having to read them for you? She's...
2: Yeah, she's pointing. She won't. She we did get we did get a flat. You for the folks that do get to watch on Vison you did get a flash of Karina the very first week. A flash. We we just gave her like, flash. oh, there she, her little, there she is
3: again. They giving her a little. And you know when they put it, <laughs> I, I hope when they put it on YouTube, that's the still image. I hope that's that the still. Gave. Yes. Let that be the still. <laughs> the half second. Yeah.
2: Or or the pod iHeartRadio thing. Let that be like the picture. Oh yeah. For the iHeartRadio, let it just be. There we go. I like that. All right. So the pick crew and Karina are picking. They're picking a win this week. They got Truex Jr. To win the race at plus 800, they are listening to me, apparently, and they like what they hear there. Uh, Kyle Bush in the top three at plus 120. Then they're going into the groups with Joy Logano, Group B, at plus 320. So they're going head-to-head against you there, I believe. And they're going Matt Kenseth, Group E. They're on with me at plus 250. And then a head-to-head, Truex over Harvick also. All right. So she she pays attention. She's She's in there with it. I'm good...
3: some of your picks, so it's going to be right. feast or famine well, see, for you guys. For me, it, it means that she can't beat me, so we're picking the same. Well, and, and she wouldn't even be up here to talk smack to us next week if she does beat us.
2: Yeah, she'll be downstairs. We can still make calls to her downstairs and make fun of her. She really didn't talk a lot of smack, even though she won this. We need to get IFB so we can talk to like her and Dez and everybody down in the studio just just to give them
3: hard time during the shows. And then we can screw it up for the next host that come in here, and they won't have a microphone. You mean like the guy the that depths. started the show without a
2: microphone? Yeah, that's that's why they call us professional folks. <laughs> me and Jeff Motley. So that is our gone racing for today, uh, Mr. Motley. That it's. I'm excited about Pocono. I, I'm kind of bummed that a lot of their luster got stolen so to speak from them uh I I was really excited about this weekend and and the Rose family or the Mattioli family and and you know the Idolski's all their history at Pocono I love that track I love the people the people there make that place so great but man this is still if you're a NASCAR fan this has got to be a, a weekend you circled from the start of the year. Yeah,
3: I think it's going to make great for great television because you talked earlier there's an ARCA race on Friday and then we're going to have Trucks Cup and then Xfinity Cup, the Cup back-to-back. And then we go to Indianapolis the next week, which is a track we compare to Pocono a lot in terms of the layout and everything. So I think for the bettors who are going to be betting the following watch, week on we always Indianapolis, talk about that. pay watch real close Pocono attention to Pocono. Indy, watch and Indy and Pocono. we don't have this separation of... You know, weeks, weeks or between. months between Pocono and Indianapolis, we're going to have back to back at Pocono and then go straight to Indianapolis. Nope. That's a good point. We do always talk about that when when we do our indie
2: shows. We always look back at Pocono and vice versa. So that is very true. Um, I'm just I'm just excited. I think that this is a if you're a race fan, this is an amazing weekend. Hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did doing it. We'll see you next week on Gone Racing. Thanks for joining us, everybody.
0: Zumo Play.